good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This with Junior Renate Bobrun. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm always humbled and grateful that people are actually listening and are actually interested to the words that are coming out of my mouth or out of my head, so to speak. Actually, what's very, very funny is um, I have several episodes in the bag. Pardon me for missing last week and not uh, publishing a new episode. I have gotten several messages from close friends and listeners saying, hey, June, you have me listening to your repeats because I'm waiting on a new episode. So the fact that someone would listen to it one time, I'm humbled. But the fact that one would go back and listen again and again to an episode that they've already heard is 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 uh, doubly humbling, if that's even a phrase, because that's like, wait, you 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 gleaned what you got from the first time. And now you're listening again because you're just interested in 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 the dialogue that we're having this conversation between you and I. Each and every last one of you out there, we are having an individual conversation. Thank you. Before we get started, a couple of special announcements, a couple of special shout outs that I would like to give. First and foremost, everyone out there, if you're listening to me on your phones right now, take a quick look at onelavi.com, which is O-N-E-L-A-V-I.com. This is where I go for supplements, guys. I don't go. I'm not going to mention the name of the brick and mortar outlets that are out there in the world that I once in a while use. This is where I go for my supplements. I'm on their page right now. I scroll. You have home, beauty, baby cosmetics, accessories, vitamins, and supplements. I usually spend most of my time, obviously, in the vitamins and supplements section. I am currently using several products from their vitamins section. I'm not going to recommend which ones. I'm not going to say which ones I'm using. I'm just going to say that the products here are stringent they go through the most stringent organic regulations uh they come from fantastic manufacturers they're sourced very carefully and i get results what it says on the bottle i usually feel i usually get the results as advertised that's all i'm going to say i'm not going to mention which ones i'm taking or things of that nature i'm just going to mention and recommend the overall website the website again is onelavi.com that is o-n-e-l-a-v-i.com it has home it has beauty it has baby uh, uh stuff cosmetics accessories everything so check them out another thing i'd like you guys to check out is chavezhouse.com that is c-h-a-v-e-s house.com this is where we are housing the lenore batista journals collection the gratitude journals, the love letters to myself journals, the abundance is mine journals, the she believed she could so she did journals, and her number one release on Amazon, which was the Essential Self-Publishing Success Booklet. You have a story, you have an idea, you have a narrative, you want to write it, you want to get it out in 90 days and be successful at it. Who better to go to than someone who debuted at number one in their particular genre this year? Hello. So I highly encourage you go to onelavi.com for your vitamins and you go to chaveshouse.com for your journals, for your books and things of that nature. We have several 
books coming out right now, notebooks and things like that coming out under Chavez House. As a matter of fact, I plan on publishing my book later on this year or early next year on Chavez House, and I'm probably going to um, document the journey of that the writing process as well as the publishing process on either my personal Instagram, which is The June Life, which is T-H-E-J-U-N-L-I-F-E, or on this podcast's Instagram, which is Whose World Is This 2021? Whose World Is This 2021? That's a lot of information, I know. OneLavi.com for your vitamins and nutritional needs, supplemental needs. ChavezHouse.com for your book needs and your publishing needs if you want to publish anything whether it's a cookbook a how-to book a family memoir your memoir what uh, uh, essays poems doesn't matter you can go to chavez house for that and then my personal instagram the june life t-h-e-j-u-n-l-i-f-e as well as whose world is this 2021 it's a lot of information but those are the things that we are working on and i want you guys to be part of those journeys Okay. with that being said, anyone who's listened to my show before, you'll know that I like to title the episodes and that title pretty much creates a stream of thought. It's the reason why I like to publish on Thursdays, because I'll think of what am I going to say? What am I going to do? What am I going to say? What am I going to what am I going to say for the podcast? And I'll maybe go through a Sunday and I'll think about it for five minutes, maybe a Monday and I'll think about it for a couple more minutes and maybe a Tuesday or Wednesday. And all of a sudden. It, it'll manifest itself, the whole episode. So I, someone asked me, one of my listeners asked me, do I take notes or do I have notes written down in front of me? 90% of the time, I'll have one or two lines or little tiny words, like a word. And then that word will conjure up maybe five minutes worth of dialogue and things like that. But oftentimes, I'm just going off the cuff. It's me. Uh, not even facing my computer or whatever the case may be, or my recorder. I'm looking at a painting on the wall. Right now I have a painting I'm staring at right now, and it's a beautiful bucolic scene out of the Caribbean. It's a little hut with palm trees and things of that nature. And, and as I'm speaking to you, that's exactly what I'm staring at or, or focused on, so to speak. Um, but as you know, I like to title all my episodes. So this is season two, episode six. And I'd like to title this episode, Take It in Blood. Um, <laughs> like I said, this is a family show, so this is not, don't cover your children's ears. Remember I said a lot of what we discuss here is dinner table conversation. You can play all of this, so don't let the title scare you. The title of it is Take It in Blood. Why did I name it Take It in Blood? Okay, Take It in Blood is, a. Uh, it's like an old slang from, uh, I don't know if it's from New York City, but I'm born and raised in New York City. And um, there's this saying that if someone's going to rob you, you know, if you grew up, you know, in Queens like I did and, you know, you're growing up trying to figure out what it is to be a man, what it is to be courageous, what it is to be brave, even though you're an adolescent or a teenager. If someone comes up to you and says, yo, give me what's in your pockets, you respond and say, take it in blood. What does that mean? That means whoever is trying to rob you or steal something that belongs to you, the only way they're going to get it is if they kill you. They have to take it and it has to have, it's going to have blood on it. 
You want my wallet, you're going to have to take it with my blood on it. You want my necklace, my watch, my phone, my coat, you're going to have to take it in blood. Some people out there going, June, why did you name it? Why did you name your episode Take It in Blood? Why so violent? It's not about violence. It's about us as human beings. It's about who we want to be. Now, do I subscribe to the notion of not giving up your goods if someone is looking to do harm for you? No. Hey, you know what? You can replace all of those things. Your life is irreplaceable. And I mean that each and every life is irreplaceable. So do not trade your life for material goods. That's not a great trade off. Not even a little bit. So, yeah, if someone says, give me your watch, give me a chain. They have a knife. They have a firearm. They have a weapon in your hand. Hey, give it to them. Give it to them. And, you know, whatever. Chalk it up. So walk it off. You know, your pride may feel a little hurt, but you'll be fine. Um, so I'm not subscribing to the take it in blood notion, but not in that regard. Remember what I just said? You do not trade your life for material goods. However, there is something I would trade my life for. And that's authenticity. What do I mean by that? When I speak about take it in blood, I'm speaking about honesty, how to be honest with yourself, how to live in a world that's constantly trying to get you to do what they want you to do. How many hats do we wear out there? Some of you out there are parents, so you have to wear the parent hat. And then you have a spouse, so you're wearing that spousal hat. Then you have a job and you're wearing that job hat. And some of you have a job and you're a student. I know many people out there that are parents, husbands or wives, employees and students and their community uh, representatives, whether they are community leaders, how many hats are those? And do those hats represent your authentic selves? Oftentimes I hear from people, June, I'm not being rewarded for being me. I'm at this job, I'm at this place, and I have to be something I am not. And it brings me back to a quote from my favorite singer of all time. I call her the high priestess of soul. Okay? If Aretha Franklin is the queen, then I call this woman the high priestess. Her name is Nina Simone. She's a person that I heard back when I was a teenager. And when I first heard her, her voice, her words, everything about her just resonated with me. It represented something honest and authentic and truthful. And she had a quote. And she said, she said, my thing is what I hope to do all the time is to be so completely myself all the time so that my audience and even people who meet me are confronted with what I am inside and out. So I'm so honest that they have to see things about themselves immediately. She wants to be so honest all the time that people who see her and meet her or, or that are in her audience have to be confronted with things about themselves immediately. She wants to have a revelationary experience. She wants to have someone raptured, enraptured and captured by her authenticity to the point where they have to face their own authenticity. I remember when I first heard that it was it was to say that it, it shook it shook me as an understatement. I didn't know what to do with it. It was it was it was as if being given an elephant to eat at dinner. It was so much to chew on. It was so much to 
to to ingest bear to it and digest i was like i can barely ingest this let alone digest this what, what is that to be so honest with yourself all the time and as you get older or more experienced, I don't want to say older. Many people around us are older. That doesn't make them elders. Big difference. You can grow old and still not be very smart and still have a ton of experiences that you have not extracted the teachable lessons from those experiences. So it's not about getting older. It's about truly gleaning and waxing all that you can out of your experiences. As you gain more experience and as you learn from those experiences, I realized that... um. One of the one of the um, ways, the most effective ways to figure out if you're being authentic with yourself is to really audit and dissect your choices. We are our choices. You are not your talent. You are what you choose to do with your talents. You understand? If you're someone with great genetics and you sit on the couch as opposed to sit on a leg press machine, <laughs> If you're someone who decides to walk to the fridge more than you walk around the block, if you're someone who lies on, in the bed more than you lie on a flat bench and get your workout in, then you're not using those muscular athletic genetics. You've made a choice. It's like when you go to a buffet, you can choose the salad or you can choose you know, the, cheese, the, the cheesiest, fattest thing on the menu. You can choose a cheese doodle or a cheese rice cake for a snack. These are choices. These are choices. The more informed you are, the more responsibility you have to make the best choices. And that's going to represent your truth. Your highest truth. I have zero issue with replacing a truth that I have today with a higher truth that I have tomorrow. My curiosity and my imagination is what I hope is leading me right now. More than my fears, more than my insecurities, more than the voices that are in my head from yesteryear, more than the projection of others onto me limitations that maybe others may have set for me in a society. I'm hoping that my imagination and my curiosity are the things that guide me the most. Remember what Einstein said about curiosity? He said Im imagination is more important than knowledge for knowledge is limited. Whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Remember that, everyone out there. Your imagination and your curiosity is extremely, extremely important. So I say, if someone wants to take that from you, take it in blood. Don't you dare think that you're going to take my authenticity, my ability to reach my highest truth, not the biased truth or the liar's truth, but the highest truth. Once you decide to turn me into something I do not want to be or I am not, you're going to have to take that in blood. I will trade. I will not trade my my life for material goods, but I will trade my life in for my authenticity. And I want everyone out there to understand that you are not what your parents told you or your grandparents. You are not your political party. You're not even your religion. There is something else going on. Your subconscious oftentimes taps on your consciousness and says, mm, something isn't right. What do you do with that voice? Do you take a moment and write down what you're feeling? Do you take a walk and give yourself a long talk without your phone, by the way? Do you look within 
or you're constantly looking for validation of these 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 different voices outside of you. What are you doing to find out what your true voice is? What you want to say, what you want to feel, what you want to think, as opposed to what others are telling you. Have you created a code for yourself or has your code been written by somebody else? I mean, they, we call it compartmentalizing, right? And we compartmentalize our emotions. We compartmentalize our lives. We compartmentalize our duties. This is a new word been bandied about all through our lives over the last, I guess, couple of decades but architects came up with that word compartmentalize it was a concept conceived by architects looking to do more with less space could turn a false wall and make it something else so now you compartmentalize it so it's not really a room so now you have a false wall one side is a fireplace the other side is a bookshelf that's great you know that's great that's awesome compartmentalizing when you think of architecture doing more with less I want you to do more with more. I want you to do more with more. This last, this last year, 2020, many people have had to reevaluate what their lives are, what their jobs are. You know, we have economists that are speaking about what's this summer, summer of 2021, coming up right now. You know, today is um, I'm doing this podcast. Today's uh, May 27th. You know, Thursday, May 27th. Um, they're saying that this June, July, August is going to be what they call the great resignation. I've been reading all the business journals and, 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 and there's this, I guess, this Ph.D. in economy or something like that and, or H.R. and in economics. And he says that um, that many people are going to resign from these jobs that are going to um, compel them to come back into the workplace Later on this year, you know, we, as we all know, America is opening up again completely by September in New York City. All the broad Broadway will be back open shows. Tickets will be on sale, etc., etc. So our country is opening up to full capacity schools, no remote learning in many public schools, full attendance. We're opening back up. And many people are saying that doesn't represent my truth anymore. That's not the highest truth anymore. I think I like being home or I think I like working from home or I think I like these other ventures that I've um, 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 ventured into. I, I'd, I'd rather split the time of doing the work that's been allotted to me from my employer and then take a nice long lunch and relax and not be under someone's camera, not be under someone's guise or vise, you know, being under that supervisor not being my full self, being someone that I am not. Many people are turning their backs on that. Even though we have several people that are unemployed, several hundred thousand people, if not millions of people that are unemployed, there is actually a great scramble amongst employers to find qualified labor that actually wants to come into the office. People are searching for different truths. They had a minute to themselves, to talk to themselves. And they started asking themselves questions, or I'm sorry, answering questions that their subconscious has been asking them. Do we really want to do this? Do we really like this place? Do we like what this place 
tells us to be or compels us to be or mandates us to be for one third of our day. Where all that vibrant and vital sunshine and vitamin D is outside. Do we really want to be this person? And many people were confronted with that and they had to ask, answer that question. There were no more distractions and there was a resounding no amongst many of them. I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want to do this job anymore. I don't want to work for this person anymore. I don't want to work in this capacity anymore. I don't want this title. I don't like this construct. There's another truth out there for me. I love it. When I read this article about the, you guys can go online and, and check it out. It's, it's an interesting article. Um, and, uh, you know, and I know it in my personal life and in my fiance's life, many professional women that she knows and many people in corporate, many people I know that are lawyers and things like that, that I went to college with um, a lot of my college friends um, their last year made them rethink. You know, there's a geopolitical term that's being bandied about called the Great Reset. That's a whole other issue. Um, that's a whole other conversation that we may not have. Um, but this particular one. People on the ground, not just the elites and the paymasters and the power brokers who are speaking about this great reset. They have their own agenda. I'm speaking about people on the ground. Employees are going through their own great reset. You know, people who are high ranking members of uh, gold collar workers, accountants, things of that nature, engineers, whatever people who are high salaried going into the six figures or maybe they're making, you know, high five figures. doesn't matter. People are looking for higher truths. I'm compelling people out there to take a moment for themselves. Okay? To divvy out, to, 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 to filter out the noise. Maybe meditate a bit. Take a second. And when I say meditate, you don't necessarily have to just be still. You can write something down. Meditation has to do with focus. Focusing on oneself. Being self-centered. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to keep your eyes closed and be still and focus on a candle. I'm not saying that. If that's not your thing, it's not your thing. I'm saying write it down. Because if you're writing something down about you and the things that you want, you are what? Focused and self-centered. You are actually in a form of meditation. Me, my form of meditation is I walk a lot. I walk a lot and I talk to myself out loud like a crazy man. So I talk to myself and I'm having all the divergent conversations that I have with all the different voices in my head until I get to what dot 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 question mark my highest truth not the biased truth or the liar's truth so I have these little separate conversations and I'm having I'm having arguments with myself you know and people may look at me while they're walking by me on the street and they may cross the street. They're wondering what's going on with this guy. I'm not entirely sure. They leave me to my own devices. My apologies if you've been someone who's had to cross the street because you see me kind of talking to myself and making hand gestures. I'm sorry, but that's my way of getting to my highest truth. So far, it's been the most effective. But like I said, with more access to information and with more access of ways to doing things, maybe I'll find a different way. You understand? If you have the capacity to access an information of a higher truth and implement it, then so be it. I am open to other techniques and other ways of reaching that truth. Me talking and walking helps. 
my fiance encourages me to write. That's why I've been writing in those journals. He encourages me to write down my thoughts, make them concrete, not just something fluid going on in my head, going on in my head. She, she says to turn it into a deed, you thought, word, deed. So you think about it, you speak it, you write it down on paper. So I've been doing that. Remember, access to information. I didn't resist. I said, okay, you know, I was hesitant because eh, it's not my way. But then I said, all right, and I've been using it. Has it been helping? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been using the gratitude journal. I've been using scripting. I've been using other techniques that she's teaching me. It works. All I'm saying is right now on this planet, you only have a sliver of time while you're here. You don't have a whole lot of time to be someone else. You're not given that time. You're not given multiple lifetimes where you can say, you know what? I'm going to just play this character this life. In the next life, I'll play another character. You're given this one particular reality in this body. You know, there are people out there that say that um, human beings are actually spiritual beings going through a physical experience. Our spirits are infinite and they float around. Like I said, some people believe that. I'm not saying I do or I don't, but... Let's let's entertain it just for a moment. We are spiritual beings going through a physical experience. That means our spirits chose this particular body to go and enjoy life or experience. So the spiritual body wants to have a, a celestial and an, an, an actual terrestrial physical experience. OK, and if that's true, what kind of experience would you like to have? Your experience is going to be based on your choices, who you decide to make friends with, who you what you decide to listen to, what you decide to hear, listen to, who you decide to make your mate, who you decide to procreate with, what jobs, what education, what books you decide to read. All of these choices make up your truths. So that's why it's so important for us to reach those highest, highest truths as we possibly can, the highest truth that we possibly can. I remember I read this statement one time. Um, <laughs> I can't remember where I read it, but it's so indicative of the times that we've lived in over, I mean, over many, many millennia, over many generations. Um, this is not new to the 24-hour news cycle that we've discussed since episode one, season one, where I said to you that this show is not going to be a show about current events. I'm not going to just pick headlines and just comment. You're not, this show is not going to be about reaction pieces. Oh, we're going to react to what such and such did in office. Or we're going to react to what, what celebrities said to another celebrity. We're not going to do that. To me, personally, it, that's low-hanging fruit. Because if you look at history and if you're well-versed and well-researched enough and, you've, you, and if you've made the inroads, you'll realize that everything that we're going through now has occurred already. There are parallels to it that have occurred many, many, many times before. So there's a reason why we're not going to discuss Israel and Palestine, or we're not going to discuss what's going on in this sport or that sport or this political party and that political party. Because to speak about what's going on today in 2021, I'd have to bring up 1921, 1121, 1021, 921 AD, 1821 BC, we're on a continuum, but to a certain degree, it's sometimes it feels like we're not just on a continuum, we're on a cycle. These things seem to repeat themselves so many times over. And um, the reason why I don't go into current events is because I don't want 
people to be distracted by their dogmas, by their belief systems. So as soon as I bring up a current event, a, a subject that's in, a, in the news, quote unquote, today, immediately your belief system may, you know, uh, you know, check in and click in. And so what I'm saying is falling on deaf ears because you're distracted by your dogmas. You're distracted by your belief system that it may represent the highest truth or not. Or it may represent a biased truth, a liar's truth, a truth that you subscribe to at the moment. And maybe you're resistant to other truths. So that's the, one of the main reasons why I say to understand what's going on today, you have to elevate beyond what's going on today and see it from another perch. You, you, you can't delve deep into what's going on in 2021 if you don't go way back. If you don't understand the evolutionary biology of human beings and how we interact. And how we how, how charismatic people, loud people can tell you what's going on. There's this saying and it says um, in this madhouse, who a person actually is, is less important than who the loudest voices say a person is. Very important. I, I would preface it. I would actually change it a little bit, not just say who a person actually is. I would say in this madhouse, what a an event actually is is less important than who the loudest voices say an event is. What politics actually is, what our economics actually is, is less important than who the loudest voices say. Have you listened to talk radio and see how loud these people are? The louder you say it, it doesn't make it any more true. <laughs> you can't make something true just because you say it with passion and you say it with charisma and you are articulate but we as human beings have been seduced time and time again by smooth talking charismatic articulate people who incite our passions and oftentimes they dilute our objectivity I'm telling everyone out there, I'm encouraging because I'm not here to convince and I am not here to convert. I actually don't believe in conversion. I believe you are who you are. You either have the spark in you to be a certain way or you don't. You get access to a piece of information. It may change your whole life. Someone else may get access to that exact same piece of information and it does nothing for them. Not even a ripple in their water. That's fine. That's who you are. Remember, you are the choices you make. That's it. You are. And, and that has a lot to do with nature versus your nurture versus a whole lot of other mitigating factors. Fine. But what I'm saying is I'm encouraging, not con trying to convince, not trying to convert, but encouraging people out there to search for their own truths. Because I'm um, looking at a lot of things going on today and people are saying to me, June, we are in. A, we live in crazy times. I'm saying, when if we haven't? <laughs> When if we haven't lived in crazy times? When? When? Name me a time where everything was just all good or just all peace or all tranquility. When is this magical time? So when people say, June, these times are crazy, I don't think so. I, I can date back to when I was a child and a lot of things were going on in New York City, uh, racially, economically. Um, you know, my parents came to this country and landed in New York City, and New York City was practically bankrupt in the 70s. No one knows that. One of the richest, most prosperous cities on the planet in the history of the world. Manhattan, 
New York City was practically bankrupt. So when you speak about economic troubles today as opposed to yesteryear, it's consider living in a bankrupt New York and you're an immigrant. <laughs> Here with no English, no assets, no idea. Okay? Were those not crazy times? Depending on where your perch is? This is what's important. I want everyone out there to be as vigilant as humanly possible with filtering out the noise of the world that leads you to be an inauthentic, insincere, diluted version of yourself. We're all wearing these hats. I remember I was just filling out um, uh, this business inquiry uh, for a couple of ventures that I'm looking to get into that I'll be discussing with you guys um, later on future episodes and it had a bunch of boxes you know they want your name they want your phone number you know date of birth whatever economic whatever whatever salary and, so, and then they had the boxes for race and ethnicity and this then the third blah 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 and um i remember looking at it and it had you know the typical you know it had white caucasian black african-american hispanic asian and native american and then in the uh the gender it had about nine different genders and I looked at the gender box and I'm like I, I I'm just a guy I'm a male man um, and I looked at the ethnic background and I thought to myself this is lacking <laughs> both of my parents are from the Caribbean my great-grandmother is a Spaniard um, I you know um, uh, my story is a little bit more nuanced than the boxes that I've been allotted. Uh, we live in an era now where what, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people searching for other truths, right? There, you have these ancestry websites and you take a cotton swab and you send it out into the mail to wherever. And now you found out that even though you look like Don Cheadle, you know, you come from Scottish ancestry or, you know, um, you look like Brad Pitt and you just found out that, you know, most of your family is, you know, you have a Nigerian ancestry. What's that mean? People are searching for what? Their truths. You're going further and further back into your lineage, into your ancestry to find out what dot 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 who you are. Right. Including all the things that you are. So now what I'm saying is. You are more and more people checking more and more boxes. But yet these boxes that we've been allotted in this world is not reflecting that, is it? It's not reflecting your highest truth. That's why in a lot of these boxes, I put prefer not to say. Not because I'm trying to hold on to some secret. It's because you have not, you, none of these boxes represent my truth, my highest truth. So I prefer not to settle for a biased truth or a lower truth or the liar's truth. So I put prefer not to say because your box doesn't tell my truth. And this is what I'm saying. These boxes that we're all in, these cubicles that we're all in, it may not represent your whole truth. So what does? What are you going to do to make sure that the boxes you check and the box you, that you do check represents your whole truth. Now, what would a box represent that represents my whole truth? I don't know because I haven't gone back far enough into my ancestry to know. But I know one thing. 
I live in a world that tries to find a neat way to compartmentalize. Remember what we said, compartmentalize, right? To quote unquote, do more with less. I call it doing less with less. That's not okay. It's not doing more with less. It's doing less. They try to find a way to compartmentalize, to use the architectural phrase, just make a false wall. And that's what these boxes are that we're in. A lot of these demographical boxes that we're in, these political partisanal boxes that we're in. You know, when we, when we are speaking about things on party lines as opposed to, hey, does this make sense to you or not? Does this add up, does this one plus one equal two here or it doesn't? You don't need to put a label on it. No need to compartmentalize it. No need to put it in a box. Do you agree with it? Yes or no? And if you do, then that. So I've had so many conversations to my life with, in my life with people who have tried to, that feel comfortable with these designations because they don't have to do the, the, have to enact or engage in the laborious task of finding all of these truths. And I'm saying to people, what other work is more worthwhile in your life than finding out who you really are? And not having to deal with confusion of what people are telling you to be. You know, there's this, uh, I can't remember who said, I think it was an Indian griot who was like, why are you guys, why are you so confused? Most people are. And why is that? It's because you do not accept what actually is. You try to alter what it is to something else. And at that moment you do that, there is conflict. And out of that conflict comes confusion. Because you don't do the work. It's okay to not be in the boxes that people say that they want you to be in because your tribe may want you to be in that box. And because you, you decide that that doesn't represent your highest truth, it may, I don't know, separate you a bit from the tribe. And as mammals, we're social creatures. I'm saying that you're going to find your tribe. Take this show, for instance. I have, you know, very few people, but there's a little contingent amongst my um, friends who say June do you want to make this show more accessible to the masses? I have, let's just say there are 90% of the people that I know and that listen like the format. No, really, really, really like it, if not love it. Or I'm not going to go as far as to say they love it, but they really, really enjoy it. I won't put words in their mouth. Some people have actually said, I love your show. I love hearing you speak. At first I thought, Oh, the attention span of the average. Nah, 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 nah. Maybe I need to do it shorter. Maybe I'm not. I don't need to be so long-winded, not so wordy. June, get to the darned point. And then I'm saying to myself, No, I told everyone in the beginning of this that we're having a conversation, and sometimes conversations get long-winded. Sometimes conversations are wordy. Sometimes conversations, um turn into rants sometimes you go off topic that's okay if you're having a conversation with people who are understanding you and are part of your tribe then it doesn't matter and that's so there's a 10 percent contingent that are like june do you want to make this show more um uh, uh available to the masses with topics and i'm like no as a matter of fact i refuse to do that i know that my vibe will attract my tribe. What I want to do is reach people who will like this topic. I'm not going to convert or change or amend it for a mass audience. I won't do that. If there's only a thousand people who want to hear this, that's fine. 
if there's only 100,000 people who want to hear this, if I find a million people who enjoy this, that's fine. But it's going to be done and it's going to be reflecting. This show is going to reflect what? Question mark. This show, this programming, this conversation is going to reflect my highest truth. It's not going to reflect the lower truth to meet some sort of average aggregate acceptance or consensus. We're not doing that here. And that's why I want to I want you everyone out there to feel comfortable with knowing that you can trust me in that regard. That you ask me an honest question, I'll give you an honest answer. That the things that I'm speaking, obviously I know is not for everyone. And that's fantastic because nothing is for everyone. And anyone who chooses mass acceptance over the truth, you know, is living their own lie. And they're lying to themselves. I don't have enough time on this planet for that. You know, none of us do. I'm going to live another five, six decades. Fine. Still not enough time to live a lie. You understand? So in any case, just want to thank you guys again for tuning into this episode. And again, reach out to onelavi.com for your nutritional needs. Reach out to ChavezHouse.com for your publishing and your books and things of that nature and your journals. Reach out to me on Whose World Is This 2021 on my Instagram or on my personal Instagram IG page, which is The June Life. And we will continue this conversation next week. Thank you.